Welcome to the One Signal Podcast, where we aim to educate listeners on product, industry, and best practices to retain and grow your customer base. This is your host, Josh Wetzel. We've got a great guest today for you, George Deglin, One Signal's co-founder and CEO, and my boss. George is here to talk about his vision for the business and just kind of long-term and going to get a little bit of his take on on his history and the challenges to date and ultimately where the business is heading. So we appreciate you joining today. Happy to be here. So we talked about this a lot and I think it's a cool kind of background origin story, so to speak. What inspired you to start OneSignal? Yeah, certainly. So OneSignal was born out of our previous startup idea, which was to build a mobile game studio and to build a gaming social network that would bring our games and partner games together. My co-founder and I had both started companies previously, and we had a very complementary skill set and some experience and certainly an interest in gaming and consumer applications. And so we applied to Y Combinator and we went through YC with that idea. Ultimately, as folks that are familiar with the startup world well know, pivots are a pretty normal part of running a business. And in our case, as we built more and more mobile games, we saw an opportunity to explore other business ideas and and in particular, saw an opportunity to solve a lot of the challenges that companies like ourselves were having with uh, customer engagement and customer communication. So really, OneSignal was born out of of our own experiences, building that game studio, finding that we wanted a way to improve our retention and better communicate with our customers, and then ultimately realizing that there was an exciting opportunity to build a platform that would help us and, and other businesses do that better. That's great. So the precursor to OneSignal was a company called HipTick, and HipTech was the game studio that went through Y Combinator. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. What was the driving force that shifted from HipTech to OneSignal? Yeah, so we we had built a few mobile games and they were very popular. They had millions of downloads. They had a tremendous viral growth because they were easy to pick up. They had a phenomenal art direction that my co-founder was leading that gave them a really unique visual appearance and, and capture, I think, the eye, a, a lot of positive attention from people that played the games, but also positive attention from the media and positive attention from the App Store editorial team that was eager to feature them. Just to give you an example, our, our first game, Go Ninja, was hand animated at over 24 frames per second. And so you can imagine it's sort of like if you've ever seen a cartoon animation where there's sort of painstaking detail put into every single frame, that same sort of creative direction was applied to Go Ninja and the other games that we built. And so as you can see, these games were, were very unique, very popular. But really the thing that we struggled with the most was after users installed the game and played it for a few minutes, how do we retain them and tell them about new content and keep them playing the game and monetizing through either ads or through in-app purchases? Ultimately, those are, those are necessary to build a successful business. And those were the things that we we honestly really struggled with and prevented us from growing even faster. And those were the things that that we saw an opportunity to solve through building OneSignal. Okay, that's great. So to date, there's been over a million unique companies use it. So in the last seven, eight years, 2 million users, it's north of 200,000 a year. So not quite a thousand signups a day. What are some of those challenges you faced building this business and product? Sure. So every startup has certain challenges that are just part of building a business, whether that's recruiting or building awareness, growing revenue, finding product market fit. Certainly, those were all part of our journey as well. There were also some unique challenges that we faced. 
One is the scale that the platform was operating at from the very early days. When you're thinking about how our platform works, we deliver an enormous amount of messages per day. I think the number right now is about 12 billion per day, which is mind-bogglingly big. And even in the early days, it very quickly reached the millions per day. It wasn't a slow ramp. It was a very, very fast ramp early on. And it required enormous amounts of care in how we architected our system to be able to support that scale in a way that was reliable and performant for our customers. So that was certainly a big one for us. Another challenge is just the complexity of our platform is quite high. There are businesses out there that have the luxury of of building a relatively simple product that can grow quickly. In our case, our product is not simple. There are a lot of complex components to it. Today, we've expanded beyond just supporting mobile push notifications, but we support email, SMS, in-app messaging. We support multiple languages that people can use to connect to our API, and we provide them really detailed documentation there. We also have over 12 first-party SDKs. So customers that are using us in their mobile application, whether that application is written in native iOS or native Android, or whether they use a framework like Unity, Flutter, or Kotlin, we need to make sure that the experience is as easy for them to get started as possible. And so when you think about all the different components of the technology that our team works on, it's quite broad, it's quite complex, and we've had to be a very product engineering focused company from the beginning in order to be able to accomplish that. And so the company's mission is to democratize customer engagement. We have a customer, someone who pays for the service in over 130 countries, and we have users in over 170 plus countries. So pretty large scale. When you think about democratizing customer engagement, what does that mean to you and what's exciting about that for you? Yeah, well, it really comes back to the reason that we started OneSignal and the kind of business that we were prior to making the pivot. We were a startup company. We were small. We had very limited things that we could do on any given day just because the team was not that big. We had to be mindful about tools that we spent time and money on. And when we built OneSignal, we wanted to make sure that we were building something that would solve the problem for companies like that. And so when we think about democratizing customer engagement, it means building a platform that anyone can come and start using very quickly in just a few minutes and getting a lot of value from it very quickly. When we look at some of the, the most admired B2B software products in the world, whether that's a company like Stripe that made it possible for anyone to accept payments online, whether it's a product like Asana, which is now used by hundreds of thousands or millions of organizations for managing product management or marketing initiatives or, or much more. One of the things that I really admire about these products is that they are very widely used and they've made such a tremendous impact on so many people in the world. And that's what we aspire to do with OneSignal as well. What are the biggest challenges you see when companies are trying to engage their customers through multiple platforms, multiple channels? And then how are we solving that uniquely? Yeah. So when we think about the best experiences that we have as consumers with different products that we use, we can look at companies that I think do customer engagement quite well. And those are companies like DoorDash or an Uber or an Instagram. These companies have invested enormous amounts of development into building wonderful experiences, both when you're using their applications, but also when you're outside the experience. And I can give you an example. When you place a restaurant order for pickup on Yelp, first, Yelp recommends 
restaurants that you might want to place an order from. And then when you place an order, it tells you that the order was received. It tells you when the order is being prepared and it tells you when the order is on its way. Once you receive it, it waits a little while, it waits a few hours or it waits a day, and then it asks you to leave a review for the restaurant. And you're receiving these messages often through push notifications. But if you don't have the app installed, you receive them via SMS. And you receive other types of communication like your receipt through email. It's a wonderful experience because every message that you get along that journey makes sense and is tied to the experience that you're having with the application and is designed to enhance your experience and to bring you back to engage in the future by placing more orders or by leaving a review. Now, when you look at most other businesses, they can't even begin to implement experiences like that. They don't have the technology or the development resources, or often they're not even familiar with the best practices that they need to put in place in order to be able to do this. And so you have this market fragmentation where a small number of businesses are able to drive really fantastic customer experiences and customer engagement through the enormous amount of time and money they've invested in it. And everybody else that is struggling to sort of reinvent that exact same wheel. And that's what we want to solve. We want to empower every business in the world to be able to deliver wonderful omni-channel experiences, whether they're a small business or a medium-sized business, or even a company that has the resources to do this themselves. We want to enable them to use our platform and save tons of time, tons of money by being able to leverage the tools that we provide rather than having to do it all themselves. Yep. What are the other things that we strive for in your vision of OneSignal that we deliver to help those businesses overcome those challenges? So one of the things a lot of businesses don't realize about customer engagement and these different messaging channels is they're not static. These channels are evolving very rapidly. Apple releases a new version of iOS about once per year, and Google does the same with Android. And at the same time, you're seeing both technological innovation and regulatory changes in channels like SMS and email. So a challenge that we've seen a lot of businesses have in the absence of using a platform like ours is they just can't keep up with the changes. They're either not following them because it's not necessarily their core focus. They're focused on other parts of their business. Or as the changes happen, they just don't have the ability to to rapidly apply the necessary product and engineering time to be able to stay ahead of them. And that's what we can provide to our customers, right? We are able to be on top of everything that's happening. We have consistent dialogue with our counterparts at Apple and Google to understand the changes that are happening and the best practices that they want to encourage. And then we're able to build those into our platform. So it becomes automatic or built-in experience for our customers. We're also able to work with them to provide them insights into best practices around some of the changes that are happening to make sure that they're successful and and ahead of the curve. That's great. And two great customer examples of that actually would be Beach Bum Games and Better Health. Those are both examples in our customer cases. One was using our free product and through trial and upgraded and started using in-app messaging to build the journey and drove about 100% increase in subscription revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one had been using the product, but also had been using Firebase. So they had the basics and the tools, but moving over and having more advanced segmentation, being able to empower more of the marketing team, they saw a substantial increase in customer retention, which drove significant revenue. Real world examples are such that these channels are dynamic, 
people are going through the journey at different times. You need to have your campaigns orchestrated through multiple channels and ultimately timed to when the user is in those channels versus thinking about it holistic. In the past, you would do one-off marketing campaigns and whatnot. So yeah, exactly. Let's get into your thoughts on the future of OneSignal. You just wrote this blog post. There'll be a link in the show notes as well. Walk us through your vision for where the business is going and how we're going to tackle and ultimately democratize customer engagement. Yeah, definitely. So as we look at both some of the history of OneSignal over the, the past couple of years, as well as where we see ourselves going in the future, we have essentially a six-step long-term vision. Some of these are things that we've already accomplished. The first one is get as many people using OneSignal as possible. And we've been enormously successful there. About a year ago, I was looking at the progress we had made, and we were being used by one in seven new applications on the iOS and Android app stores, which is tremendous to think that there was such enormous market penetration. And I thought that that was sort of starting to reach a ceiling, like how many more could you get? But in fact, our market penetration continues to grow. We're now in about one in five of all new mobile applications, which is incredible. And I see that getting even greater over time. Yeah, and let me accentuate your point. The goal is to get every app, yeah. every mobile website using one signal. Exactly. That's point one. Yes. Uh, point two is to go beyond just the original channels that we've been focused on. Originally, we were focused on being the best push notification platform in the world. And I'd say it's clear that we've done it. We are undeniably dominant for push notifications, delivering billions per day, delivering a lot of really powerful capabilities around them and so on. But we recognize that those are just one communication channel out of the true omni-channel strategy that every business needs to take advantage of. And so where we're focused now is deepening our capabilities into other channels, email, in-app messaging, SMS. We've already made tremendous progress over the past few months. These channels have been incredibly popular with our customers. And we want to we want to get to similar market penetration as we have with notifications and get everyone to use us for email and other channels as well. Which ties into the third point, which is leveraging the, the market share we have in any of these one channels to get our customers to adopt us for all of their messaging channels. So if someone comes to us for push, getting them to use us for email or SMS, or vice versa, if someone comes to us for email, getting them to use us for push and SMS. Yep. And real quick, just to deep dive on that third point. From a user standpoint, is there a value of a platform that gets every app on it? You know, how are they going to benefit? Yeah, definitely. So there's a few things that our market share enables us to do. One is that it leads to us having just an incredibly great product experience. When we think about a lot of the products out there, oftentimes the ones that have the smallest number of customers are also the ones that are the most painful to use. They haven't optimized around being able to support easy onboarding, easy ease of use, and so on. And that's essential to us, right? If we want every single person, every single business in the world to use us for messaging, the user experience just has to be awesome every step of the way. And we've really nailed that so far and it, and it continues to be a focus. The next is once you have this kind of market share, we have visibility into what are all the strategies and best practices that our customers are using and what impact does that have on their business? And we can take those learnings from all of our existing customers to help our future customers. Whether those are things like industry benchmarks, like telling people what open rate or click-through rate they should expect on their messages, whether those are content recommendations around what they should be putting into the messages, 
or even things like making sure that they get the appropriate timing for when they send messages or the frequency that they send them. So there really is a wonderful network effect that we're able to leverage here to help every customer be more successful based on all the data we have on the entire ecosystem at this point. Yeah, that's great. And you bled into the fourth point, which is around competition. Mm -hmm. The more people you have on the platform, the better the product becomes. You can invest in it. You can bring insights. We're in a very competitive space. There's a lot of good products, but really focusing on building the best product for the majority of businesses, which kind of goes into the first point. If you get every app and website on it, you likely have the best product. Exactly. Am I summarizing that properly? Yeah, so that's exactly right. The market share leads to greater awareness. It leads to a greater focus on the user experience and greater investments that we can make into the overall product. But really, the other part of it and where we've really differentiated from anyone else in the market is our ability to bring customers in very early into their customer engagement efforts. Because what we're seeing is that customer engagement is not something that businesses can afford to just layer on once they're big, it's something they really need to do from the day that they start. And our mission around democratizing customer engagement and how we built the platform and the packages that we offer enable businesses to start on us on the day that they incorporate or on the day that they first release their website or mobile application and then to grow with us. So as their needs get more sophisticated, as they build out their marketing team or they release additional applications or products, they can scale their efforts on our platform really seamlessly, take advantage of our advanced features as their business needs them. And likewise, this is not just about getting businesses when they start. That's something that we're uniquely good at. But it's also then enabling our platform to be fantastic for businesses at any stage, even the ones that are maybe transitioning to be more digitally focused can rely on our platform to meet their needs every step of the way. Yep. Okay, the last two points, which I actually think are the most powerful and interesting and where we've had tremendous success, especially with large organizations, mm-hmm. and they kind of play into each other. Yeah, so steps five and six in the vision, these are a little further out. But this is where we see truly unlocking the opportunity ahead of us and further increasing the value that customers can get from our platform. The first one is when you think about the market share that we have, one in five mobile applications and on its way to nearly every app and website and business, we have this enormous opportunity to start to build a platform that other businesses can build on top of. A lot of other startups out there or companies out there are looking to build other tools that support customer engagement efforts, whether those are some of the generative text or generative image technologies that we're seeing be very popular today, whether those are integrations with complementary systems like point of sale systems or CRM systems or, or data warehouses, whether those are customer support systems and so on, we want to enable any business to be able to connect seamlessly to OneSignal and to be able to leverage the customer data that we have in our system and to be able to further build value in both their business and ours. We also want to enable them to connect into our orchestration system. So when you think about what OneSignal can do today, we've got four key channels that we support, mobile and web push, in-app messaging, SMS, and email. But there may be other channels in the future. There may be ways to send things to a connected TV or a connected car. There may be physical mail delivery or other types of communication 
we're not going to be in focused on all those channels necessarily, but we want to be able to partner with providers that are focused on them and to enable them to build modules for our orchestration systems that customers can, can use both their service and ours very seamlessly together. And that ties into really the last point, which is that we see customer communication as a fundamental component of every single business's success. And we want to be the hub for where that happens. Whether that means that we're delivering the message ourselves or whether that means we're partnering with other vendors, we really want to be the central hub for all user communication. And we want to bring together all the things that have gotten us to our success so far and all the things we focused on across ease of use and market penetration and being just a very easy and broadly adopted product when we want to expand that to every communication channel that, that businesses care about. Yep. And that's a great summary of your point on the a platform that people build on top of. We see that in some of our biggest customers. There's a, a company that powers a bunch of bank digital backends. They use us, integrate us. They built their solution for the messaging side all on one signal. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're a central hub for user communication for those banks. We see this with entertainment media companies, sports leagues. It's a core part of the vision at building really robust APIs, allowing people to either either integrate in or integrate the solution into their service as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that, George. So last question here. You've been a multi-time founder in a couple of different industries now. What advice would you give other entrepreneurs or, or founders who are starting out their own businesses? Yeah, I think the biggest piece of advice I would have is to be bold with your vision. One of the things that held us back from starting one signal earlier was just thinking through how much work there would be ahead to make this successful. The amount of technology, the amount of effort required, all the different components that would be required to be successful in this category was daunting. And there was certainly a temptation to stick to some of the things that we were we felt like we were good at, like building games or or maybe something else. But ultimately, we saw this as the biggest opportunity, despite the difficulties that would be required to get there in that vision inspired us to put in the necessary effort and to inspire others to join forces and join our team to build the business that we have today. That's awesome. Well, thank you, George, for joining the podcast. It was a pleasure speaking with you on this forum. Yeah, thank you, Josh. It's my pleasure. Thank you all. Please listen to the One Signal podcast and subscribe at your preferred podcast directory. We can find it at all sorts of places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, and many others. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, please provide a positive review. If you're looking for a great customer engagement software used by more than a million companies across the globe, go to onesignal.com today, sign up and start using it. In the meantime, have a great day. 